0: The time at kpfk.org where you can pledge securely stay with us for sojourner truth coming up next I love you. the program that you're about to hear is a rebroadcast and has previously aired here on kpfk
1: to Sojourner True. Thank you for staying with us. This is your host, Margaret Prescott. Black children as young as six years old being handcuffed by police. A black man who cannot walk was ordered out of his car and when he said he couldn't walk because he didn't have use of his legs, police dragged him out by his hair and brutalized him. Textbooks in Texas and Oklahoma are being changed to not reflect the reality of slavery and its aftermath. This in the context of attacks under the pretense of opposing critical race theory. Voting rights are under the most serious threat since the before the civil rights era. You get the picture? The pretense that living in the United States, we are living in a post-racial society is over. The wounds of the founding of the United States, the post Reconstruction era, and Jim Crow laws. And now, what is happening in the U.S. as we see racist incident after racist incident, some promoted by the previous man in the White House, Donald Trump, and now many supporters of his supporters in the post-Trump era, where blatant racism and other discrimination was and is being seen as, well, okay today we delve into the historic context. We live in a global world. We're all interrelated. So on Sojourner Truth, we work to bring directly to you news and views on local, national and international policies and stories that affect us all. And we draw out how those of us most impacted women, communities of color and other communities are responding. We also discuss the interrelationship Art and Politics. Now for our news headlines.
2: For Pacifica Radio, I'm Christina Onestead, Republicans who negotiated a funding bill that ties who's campaigning on a purported border crisis. And a dramatic about-face Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell recommended to GOP senators in a closed-door meeting Monday night that they vote against the first procedural vote slated for Wednesday, according to media reports. This just hours after speaking on the Senate floor in support of the package that was announced late Sunday. Democrats were quick to condemn the Republican move. Hawaii's Brian Schatz said on social media, I've never seen anything like it. They literally demanded specific policy, got it, then killed it. Chris Murphy of Connecticut said on social media, Stop the drama. Do you want to fix the border or do you want to keep the border chaotic to help Trump? Just decide, please. The bill was with critics, including California Senator Alex Padilla, who noted he was negotiated without a single Democrat from a border state. And it includes a new version of a failed Trump era immigration policy that would create more chaos at the border, not less, and fails to provide relief for dreamers, farm workers and other undocumented residents of the country that contribute billions to the economy, he said. Christopher Martinez has more.
3: The supplemental package totals $118.3 billion. It includes military aid for Ukraine, $60 billion, and for Israel, $14 billion, as well as $10 billion in humanitarian aid and $5 billion for Taiwan and other Indo-Pacific allies. Perhaps most controversially, it also includes more than $20 billion in new border funding, something Republicans had insisted on as part of any supplemental bill. Over in the House of Representatives, Republican David Joyce of Ohio blasted the compromise on the House floor.
0: This is a bill that will
3: only make our nation more dangerous. He says it's time to impeach Biden's Secretary for Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. And indeed, the House Homeland Security Committee was debating just that. While the majority Republicans are pushing toward an impeachment vote, it's opposed by Democrats on the committee, like Mississippi Democrat Benny Thompson and New Mexico Democrat Teresa Leger Fernandez.
1: The Republicans have voted against providing my Mayorkas with the
4: resources necessary to
5: do the job, is that?
6: That's correct.
1: Yes. Uh, and as I understand, they've also refused to entertain the supplemental appropriations request uh, sent to the Hill in October. Uh, And now, as we've heard, they're trying to sink the
3: bipartisan Senate border bill uh, because Trump told them, sink the bipartisan border bill. Reporting for Pacifica Radio News KPFA, I'm Christopher Martinez.
2: The U.S. House is expected to vote on impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas today. Gaza's health ministry reports Israeli attacks in the last 24 hours killed more than 107 Palestinians, wounding some 140 others, many in the south where Palestinians have been forced to flee to, leaving them with nowhere safe to go. The death toll has surpassed 27,000. This as U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken continues a East tour as part of his efforts to secure a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war in exchange for the release of hostages. He's in Egypt today, where fears are growing Palestinians could be pushed from the southern Rafah city into their country. The U.S. has opposed such plans floated by some Israeli leaders. FSN Sarah Coates reports from Tel Aviv. U.S. Secretary of State Antony
7: Blinken's crisis tour of the Middle East continues. He is meeting with Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al Sisi in Cairo amid concerns that any further military push into the southern Gazan city of Rafah could in fact see many displaced Palestinians pushed over the border into Egypt. Now there's also concern over the peace treaty between the two countries, with Egypt also saying that any deployment of Israeli forces on that Egyptian border could jeopardise such an agreement. Well, this comes as tensions continue to escalate on the vital Red Sea shipping channel. The Iran-backed Yemen-based Touthi rebels claim that they fired naval missiles at two ships, adding one was U.S. and another was British. Sarah Coates, Tel Aviv.
2: There's growing pushback of an editorial published in the Wall Street Journal calling a Michigan community with a large Arab-American population the jihad capital of the U.S., President Biden said on social media Sunday, Americans know blaming a group of people based on the words of a small few is wrong. That's exactly what can lead to Islamophobia and anti-Arab hate. And it shouldn't happen to the residents of Dearborn or any American town. We must continue to condemn hate in all forms, he said. The mayor of Dearborn blasted the Wall Street Journal publication of the editorial as reckless, bigoted, and Islamophobic, and said they increased security around places of worship for the large Arab population. A deluge of rain from back-to-back atmospheric rivers in California have killed at least three people in the northern part of the state. The rainfall led to one of the wettest storms in Southern California history. It's easing off, but forecasters say floods are still possible. The death toll from wildfires in Chile has now topped 120 people. I'm Christina Onestet
1: reporting for Pacifica Radio. And this is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. What is all the uproar around teaching critical race theory? We know that there's a lot more to it. The history is long and brutal. The United States of America, what some have described as the land of the free and the home of the brave, was born in blood as a society of enslaved people and stolen land. This is not what some people are saying should be taught in schools. The brutal enslavement and exploitation of kidnapped Africans taking place on lands stolen from indigenous people through bloodshed and genocide have been properly described as the original sin of the United States. Between the 15th and 18th centuries, At least 12.5 million Africans were kidnapped and shipped across the Atlantic Ocean to the Americas. An estimated 1.8 million people died along the Middle Passage, disembarking in North America, the Caribbean, and South America. The United States went from being a country that accounted for 6% of enslaved people imported to the New World, to one that in 1860 held more than 60% of the hemisphere's population of enslaved Africans. Their extracted labor and resources were directly used by US colonists for the creation of the capitalist economic system that runs the country and indeed much of the world today. Industrial, agricultural, and finance capitalists built a world empire off the backs of enslaved Africans. Following the abolition of formal slavery, Jim Crow laws enforced racial segregation in numerous states across the country. The legal principle of separate but equal racial segregation was extended to almost all public spaces. Facilities for black people were consistently underfunded compared to facilities for white people. And sometimes there weren't facilities at all for black communities. Today, the legacy of enslavement continues to impact Black people in the United States, manifesting itself in systemic racism, discrimination, poverty, ecological devastation, and police brutality. We also see uh, similar uh, impacts on indigenous uh, communities and brown migrants from across south of the border. Meanwhile, attempts are being made to revise and retell this history, whitewashing the crimes of racism and settler colonialism in the United States. For example, in Texas, a spew of proposed measures are attempting to reframe Texas history lessons and play down references to slavery and discrimination that are part of the state's founding. The proposals in Texas come as nearly a dozen other Republican-led states move to ban or limit how the role of slavery and the impact of racism can be taught. Idaho was the first state to sign into law a measure that would withhold funding from schools. That teach such lessons and lawmakers in Louisiana, New Hampshire and Tennessee have introduced bills that would ban teaching about the enduring legacies of slavery and segregationist laws or that any state in the country or the country are inherently racist or sexist. And this year, communities of color have witnessed what some are calling the worst attacks on voting rights since the days of Jim Crow. In July, the U.S. Supreme Court gave red states a green light to further repress voting rights. The nation's top court adjudicated two Arizona laws. One prohibited the collection of absentee ballots by anyone other than a relative or caregiver, and the other threw out any ballots cast in the wrong precinct. According to the Brennan Center for Justice, at least 17 states have enacted 28 new laws, that restrict access to the vote. October 20th, 2021, Senate Democrats are set to try again to advance voting rights legislation, despite opposition from Republicans. Democrats say federal voting legislation is needed to counteract the wave of new restrictions from GOP-controlled state legislatures across the country. The Freedom to Vote Act would, among other things establish election day as a national holiday set national minimum standards for early voting and voting by mail and create new requirements for groups not currently required to disclose their financial donors so what's going on uh this is not a pretty picture but being informed and supporting alternative radio, helping to get the word out, uh, can be a counter against much of what I just described. And this station, KPFK, uh, trying desperately to wrap up our fund drive. So I do have an obligation to contribute uh, to keeping this station on the air. And I have to raise $2,000 during this hour. We are offering thank you gifts related to the topics I just outlined. We're offering the Long Shadow DVD. And that... um, is uh, follows uh, Francis Causey as she traces her family's legacy of white privilege, placing it in the context of the history of anti-Black racism in the United States that began with slavery and continues to impact our society today. That is uh, along with a CD of the actual voice of a former slave talking about his conditions, the pledge level, you'll get the two of them together, the long shadow DVD, as well as the uh, CD is $150 pledge level. And I will need um, several of you calling during this hour to be able to reach our goal of $2,000. We're also offering up the book by Dr. Gerald Horn, The Counter-Revolution of 1776. That is a $100 pledge. And Dr. Horn has promised that he would send me some uh, cards you can insert with, with his signature. So basically you could have a signed copy of that book. And The Counter-Revolution of 1776, Slave Resistance and the Origins of the United States of America, illuminates how the preservation of slavery was a motivating factor for the Revolutionary War. The successful 1776 revolt against British rule uh, in North America has been hailed almost universally as a great leap forward for humanity. Now, Gerald's thesis in this book and then further elaborated um, by the 1619 uh, project uh, by the New York Times that has been viciously attacked. And of course, Dr. Horn, as all of you who follow this show will know, is very much uh, uh, you know ahead of the curve. The pledge level for that book is $100. I would suggest you get both of them, uh, both thank you gifts, the pledge level to get the Long Shadow uh, DVD, the CD, where you actually hear the voice of a man who was a former slave talking about his experience and the Counter Revolution of 1776 book by Dr. Gerald Horn, is a $250 pledge level. I just need eight of you calling, uh, pledging at that level. That's $42 a month for six months. That's $42 a month for six months. The number to call is 818. 818- Nine eight five five seven three five. What I'd like to do now is to go directly to a clip from the longest, a shadow um, about how slavery defined the u s and the disproportionate power that was given to the South of the United States.
8: You can't understand United States history without understanding the role that slavery played. It was already, a very formal institution by the time the United States became a nation. It actually defined the nation.
6: Slavery didn't just end and go away. We as a country were formed out of a compromise with slavery. The southern colonies were not willing to be part of a union, part of a national government, unless the institution of slavery was protected. And the price of protecting that institution was disproportionate power to the South politically and it carries through today.
9: We possibly could have lightened some of the consequences of slavery if there had not been such a concerted effort to maintain the differences between blacks and whites. It's kind of like an infection, I think. You know, it may go away, but it always bubbles back up to the top eventually. I think that's what's happening now.
1: How
0: many
5: black families think I'm at
1: home next? Aren't you ashamed of yourself? So if you're adding your grandmother's house next, they're mad. I'm mad. We should all be mad, man. We should all be angry because of what's going on right now. Law enforcement sources tell CNF
4: admitted that shot worshipers in cold blood. As they gathered for a Bible study Wednesday at the historic Emanuel AME Church. He's chilling, motive? One source tells CNN that the 21 year old wanted to start a race war.
7: God, nothing ever changes here. Why does this keep happening over and over again? I was born in Greensboro, North Carolina in 1963 into a world where white superiority was rarely questioned. As a child, the only black people I ever interacted with in a meaningful way were the people who worked for us. I loved them like family. I felt a huge amount of sadness as a kid seeing how they and other African Americans were treated in the South. I didn't understand it. I knew something was deeply wrong, but it was not okay to talk about it.
1: All righty. The number to call is 818-985-5735. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. We're trying to wrap up the fun drive here at this station. The Long Shadow DVD, as well as the Slave Narrative CD. $150 pledge to support this show, to support this station, to support all of the shows here at 90.7 KPFK. $150 pledge. I need 14 people calling, pledging, just $25 a month for six months and you will get this DVD and the Slave Narrative CD. By the way, we are continuing a kind of a mission of sorts to speak the truth to the youth or teach the truth to the youth. I'm suggesting that if you can to get this DVD as well as the CD as well as Dr. Gerald Horn's book, The Counter-Revolution of 1776. Trust me, they're not going to be teaching Gerald's thesis in history lessons in schools. I I would suggest that you get this material, keep it for young and share it with yourself and and your family, but also you could send it to schools in Texas, Idaho, Louisiana, New Hampshire, Tennessee. Those are some of the states that are retelling the history of the United States. The number to call is 818-985-5735. I need to see those phone calls coming in. If you could pledge at the thousand dollar level, I'll just need two of you calling, pledging at that level, four of you call pledging at the $500 level. And by the way, if you get both, all of these thank you gifts, the Long Shadow DVD, the Slave Narrative CD, as well as Dr. Horn's book, The Counter-Revolution of 1776, that Dr. Horn will have a signature card as part of it. That is a pledge level of $250. I'll just need eight of you calling, pledging at $42 a month for six months. Again, that is 818- nine eight five five seven three five or you can pledge online at kpfk.org let us go on now to another clip from the longest uh, the long shadow about the roots of slavery
7: the transatlantic slave trade took off in the early 18th century and produced huge
1: profits
4: One of the reasons why the United States is such an advanced country is because of not only slavery, but the slave trade. We know that slavery was financed from places like New York, Rhode Island, Newport, and Boston.
7: One of the reasons Wall Street was created in the first place was to finance the slave industry. Everything from buying slaves to even mortgaging them.
4: What you see is not only the building of more ships, which employs workers. You're seeing the building of insurance companies because Africans are revolting and you need to have insurance policies. You see the construction of banking because these voyages have to be financed. And therein, you begin to see the seeds, the kernels of an advanced economic system. And the rise of capitalism is clearly on the backs of slavery and the enslaved Africans.
7: It was astonishing to me that many of the first Africans in the American colonies weren't slaves but indentured servants. For a while, poor blacks and whites worked alongside each other.
8: The connection between Europeans and Africans was actually quite robust. A lot of marriages, formally and informally, a lot of children, uh, formally and informally, probably much greater uh, integration between people of African descent and European descent than we have today.
7: Indentured whites and blacks worked for their masters for five to seven years. Africans went from indentured servitude to enslavement gradually. One colony, one person, and one law at a time.
6: It started with the dispossession of Native Americans, the concept that they didn't actually have title to the land or deserve the land because they weren't Christians. So all of U.S. law around land and the accumulation of land by the English and French and and Spanish was based upon that. Europeans felt completely comfortable going into Africa and enslaving people who were also heathens, non-Christians, and bringing them to the New World, to South and Central and North America. And so slavery was justified by this. It allowed the conquerors to feel righteous, that they were in fact doing favors to whoever they encountered. It was all redefined as a benevolent process.
8: To most people's mind, America means white. The country was founded by two groups. Angles and saxons christian protestant english speaking so all these things get bound up together
6: just being christian was not distinction enough to separate who was entitled to civil rights and respect and resources so christianity became divided into white christians really white male christians and everybody else There was a racial supremacy and a religious supremacy intertwined.
7: Yet 1,000 black and white Virginians rose up together in rebellion against rich planters in 1676. The rebels wanted more wealth and power in the new America. Nathaniel Bacon led the uprising.
8: The Baker Rebellion was both the political movement and the economic movement. It was people demanding democracy, a chance to participate in running the colony, Virginia colony, and demanding land.
9: There were these people coming together more along class lines than race lines. And even though the colonial government was eventually um, successful, I think that really scared them.
8: The elite decided to split those groups and start creating whiteness in the colonies. And part of their charge, for all the men, was to be drafted into the slave patrol to manage the slaves for the elites. And they always had this role of allegiance to the elites and managing those underneath for the elites.
9: This notion of divide and conquer to keep poor whites always knowing that they were not at the bottom.
10: No matter how degraded you may be as a white, you are white. And there's one group below you. That seems very simple enough, but it was a very heavy curse.
7: Virginia, where my ancestors originally settled, was the first colony to pass harsher slave laws that legally sealed this new alliance between rich planters and poor whites.
6: The first kind of white privilege that we see in this country is what was given to indentured servants as they were freed up to have some land, to have the ability to be in the militia, in the slave patrols, to get cloth and tools and other things when they were released. They just still didn't have economic power But they had benefits as white people. And at the same time, enslaved Africans had nothing. They had no rights, no property, nothing in their name at all.
1: Okay, so a very big lie here um, in the US, racism actually has been used uh, to keep us divided, to keep impoverished white people from getting together with black people, why? To keep the power, the wealth, the resources in the hands of the elite, in the hands of a few. We are offering up some of this history, a history that is being repressed uh, in the schools today, is the number to call. I have to raise $2,000 during this hour, and I need to see some phone calls uh, coming in because there is a very real attack happening on teaching the true history of the United States in schools today there is a serious effort whitewash effort going on and the right wing and the racist they're putting a lot of money and resources and effort into this what are you going to do about it what you can do is pick up the phone and call us at 818 985 5735 get this long shadow uh, DVD uh, that gives you the context of the history. Of, of all of this, the anti-Black racism in the U.S., the impact of slavery, how it continues to uh, impact our society today. And by the way, those of you who have not met Dr. Gerald Horn, yes, you heard his voice. He is in this film, um, The Long Shadow. We are offering the Long Shadow DVD that features Dr. Gerald Horn, as well as the Slave Narrative CD, where you will hear from a man, um, the voice of the ancestors coming through the voice of a man who was a slave the pledge level is $150 I need 14 people pledging at that level to get to our $2,000 goal for this hour that's $25 a month for 6 months I'm going to make a last call for this uh, material because we are past the hour and I have yet to see uh, some calls uh, coming in I know that um, this is a difficult time uh, for some of you But not necessarily for all of you. There are some of you out there who can call and pledge at the $500 level or $1,000 level. Get uh, Dr. Horn's book, The Counter-Revolution of 1776. Uh, That's a $100 pledge today, as well as the Long Shadow uh, DVD that also features uh, Dr. Horn and the Slave Narratives uh, CD for $250 pledge. Now, if you can pledge at the $1,000 level, You could uh, actually send this uh, to uh, some of those states um, like Texas, like Idaho, Louisiana, New Hampshire, Tennessee. If you hail from any of those states, please call us at 818-985-5735. I'm getting a note um, saying no pledges thus far. So I need a few of you now putting me out of my misery. I need 14 people calling pledging $150 for the Slave Narrative CD the long uh, shadow DVD, or just eight of you calling to get the uh, CD, the DVD, as well as Dr. Horn's book, The Counter-Revolution of 1776, which Dr. Horn has promised to sign, so that will appreciate and value $250. I just need eight people, uh, eight of you listening right now to call and pledge 818-985-5735 818 985 or go online to pledge at kpfk.org. People, this stuff is real. This is what's happening right now. Congress can't even get a, 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 a civil rights uh, bill passed. Um, voting, I uh, mean, the voting rights bill passed. Voting rights under attack. So much that of the rights that young people likely took for granted being taken away. Let us speak the truth to the youth. Let us get this information out to the schools, I'd like to go now to a clip uh, from the Long Shadow um, DVD about the Civil War, but I need you calling 818-985-5735. Don't let me get to the top of the hour, and I haven't made my goal, or even close to the goal, pledges coming in so far. So maybe y'all don't give a care about racism or civil rights, but perhaps you do care about alternative radio and keeping it on the air. So we do need you calling, but let us go now to the next clip. I want you to hear as much of this as possible.
7: America's civil war was fought for four horrific years to save the union. When I was young, I heard stories about how bravely my ancestors fought and how much the family lost in the war of northern aggression. To win the war, President Abraham Lincoln issued his Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, freeing southern slaves so they could fight for the Union. Only with the war's end were northern slaves finally freed.
10: What happens at the moment, black men and women are told, you're no longer slaves. You're free. You can do whatever you want to do. It's a great moment, a great moment in our history.
5: They said, "Well, hey, all of you niggers is all free now. Yankees all going home."
10: This is called sometimes the day of jubilee. Well, <laughs> there was no real jubilee because everybody was uncertain. Blacks were uncertain, and they did say, "How free is free? How free is free?"
5: Mom and them didn't know where to go, you see, after freedom broke,
10: didn't know where to go. The
5: idea
9: that these four million people were set free without any kind of reparation, they had worked, their ancestors had worked, they helped to build all of the institutions that we think about in, in the South and in the North before the, um, before the revolution, and they, got, they received nothing.
5: But we didn't have no property. We didn't have no home. You had no uh, nothing. We didn't have nothing on it. Just get along the best you could.
7: Northern General William Sherman understood the desperate plight of the freed slaves. He gave 40,000 of them 40 acres of land and a mule. But even today, many people don't know that President Andrew Johnson a former slaveholder who had succeeded the assassinated Abraham Lincoln, quickly revoked that, evicting blacks from their land. White settlers were getting cheap land in the West under the Homestead Act. Understandably, freed blacks wanted land in the South where most of them still lived. But instead, the federal government abandoned the freed slaves and sold confiscated southern land to northern whites and the railroads.
9: There's a fear, and I think rightly so, that southerners were not going to necessarily treat freed slaves as equal citizens, regardless of you know the laws that were passed. They were going to need some support behind that.
7: Pressured by abolitionists, the federal government amended the Constitution by passing the Reconstruction Amendments, which officially ended slavery and gave U.S. citizenship to ex-slaves. The amendments were supposed to protect freed slaves against future discrimination.
8: The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment was designed to try to interrupt the institution of slavery, which requires a re-articulation of the entire country and their entire country identity, not just for the South, but for the entire country.
10: What happened during Reconstruction, more important than anything else, is that black men, women to some extent, that black men learned the uses of political power.
7: By 1870, black males could now vote, and vote they did, in record numbers. Three blacks were even elected to the U.S. Senate. Not until 1967 was another black elected as a U.S. Senator.
1: Okay, the number to call is 818-985-5735. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. We are offering up a book uh, signed by Dr. Gerald Horn, The Counter-Revolution of 1776, A $100 pledge. Also, the long shadow uh, DVD about uh, slavery and its aftermath, the impact in our society uh, today. Also, white people are uh, speaking out um, about what happened in their family, and them coming to grips with it, uh, and also the Slave Narratives CD, the Long Shadow DVD, Slave Narratives CD, $150 pledge, the counter-evolution of 1776 book signed by Dr. Gerald Horn, That's a $100 pledge. I am shocked and appalled that no calls have come in thus far. I don't know what time you all think it is. I don't know if you think that, well, doing nothing, saying nothing... Um, keeping quiet, not sharing this information with young people, not sharing this information with schools, particularly in red states, is going to make things better. They're not. They're going to make things worse. Not only that, if you don't pick up the phone and call, um, the alternative radio very much under threat. Ninety five percent of talk radio, right wing talk radio think of the value that you get from this show, from Sojourner Truth, from KPFK on 90.7 FM and what if it weren't around? You can't take these things for granted. Um, we took voting rights, the Voting Rights Act for granted. 2013, the the Supreme Court gutted it and now they can't even, um, you know, all, all of these voting rights laws sweeping like a wildfire across the nation. Please, we can't just sit on our hands. Pick up the phone and call 811. 8- one eight nine eight five five seven three five. Let me at least see one or two calls coming in. If you cannot pledge at the hundred dollar level for the. Counter-Revolution of 1776 book or the $150 level for the DVD as well as the CD of Slave Narratives, call and pledge $25 a month. Become a sustainer um, so we could cut down on these fund drives. Or if you can, make a, and say, I don't want any of these gifts, but I want to make a tax-deductible donation of $1,000 to make sure I could tell my children, my grandchildren, my nieces and my nephews that I contributed... To the longevity of alternative radio. 818 985 5735 or pledge at kpfk.org. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. And you know what? I can't, can not ever offer these thank you gifts ever again. If I don't make my goal or at least come close to my goal, uh, one person just called and pledged at the $150 level, but you know what? I need more of you calling and pledging uh, right now. You know, I pledge uh, every drive. I'm not feeling well today. I got up at 2.30 this morning to make sure this material is updated. Romero Funes got up also at the crack of dawn uh, prepping this uh, for you, and uh, we need you to respond. Eight 818 I need to raise another $1,850 by the top of the hour. We have a new general manager here at KPFK, KPFK trying to become sustainable. I don't want to have to report to him at the top of the hour that, you know what, we didn't even come close to our goal, much less make the goal. Y'all need to help me out, help out this station, um, show us that you value the work that we do. 818 985 Okay, got another pledge for $300 that came in. I need to raise another $1,700. I think we can do it one caller at a time. I have to believe in you, the Sojourner Truth listener. I have to believe that you want KPFK, all of the shows, um, you know, on the air, the public affairs shows, the the health and spirituality, the music, the um, Spanish uh, language programming. uh, None of it we can have because if you don't pick up the phone and call and pledge, we're not getting money from the federal government. Um, we are the last bastion of, of listener-sponsored radio in the in the U.S. I was just talking with somebody who works for, well, uh, you know, who's involved with KPCC, a NPR station, and who actually admitted that, well, you know what? Um, NPR, we now have corporate funding, but Pacifica Radio does not. We distinguish ourselves. Please help us to stay away from that model and to so that we could remain independent and bring the truth to you without having to worry about our uh, ads losing corporate uh, funders. Imagine if this show was brought to you by Boeing or, you know, or Monsanto. 818-985-5735. I want to go on now. Actually, what I want to do is I want to bring an ancestral voice to you because it's on the CD that we're offering today. I want to bring you the voice of a man who was a former slave uh, speaking speaking out. And by the way, um, in the clip, you heard that there are several companies that benefited from slavery that are still around today. Lehman Brothers, Aetna, how many of you have coverage, insurance coverage from uh, health insurance coverage from Aetna? J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, USA Today, their own parent company has links to the slave trade. The New York Life Insurance Company uh, benefit benefited uh, from slavery. Uh, those of you who went to um, Brown University, Harvard, Columbia University, Georgetown, Johns Hopkins, Rutgers, the University of Virginia, Yale, the College of William and Mary, Hamilton uh, uh, College, Princeton, all of them starting out benefited from slavery and from the slave trade. Huge endowments they have now. 818 985 5-7-3-5. Let's get this information out to the youth because it's being suppressed, not taught in the schools. Let us hear now, bringing uh, the voice of an ancestor from the grave. Let us hear now a man who experienced slavery speaking out. And you could get the, the CD of it and share it with everybody you know by calling eight one eight Let's hear his voice now.
5: My grandfather belonged to Thomas Jefferson. My grandfather was 115 years old when he died. And now I am 101 years old. Who
0: did you work for, Uncle qafam
5: Who did I work for?
0: Yeah.
5: For, you mean when I was a slave?
0: Yeah, when you were a slave, who did you work for?
5: Well, I belonged to um, Burners When I was a slave, my mother belonged to Burners, my uh, But uh, we, uh, was all slave children, and after, soon after, when we found out that we were free, well, then we were bound out to different people, Sicklin, and Andrew, and Andrew, and all such people as that, and we would run away and wouldn't stay with them, well, then we'd just go and stay anywhere we could, and lay out night and anywhere. We had no home, you know, we just turned out like. A lot of cattle, you know how to turn cattle out in the pasture? Huh? Well, after freedom, you know, colored people didn't have nothing. Colored people didn't have no beds when they were slaves. They all slept on the floor. To him, to him. Just like uh, a lot of uh, wild people, we didn't, we didn't know nothing. Didn't lie, to look at no book. There were some freeborn colored people where they had a little education, but there were very few of them where we was, and we all had a, what you call, I might call it now, a jail sentence. We just seemed as if we were in jail. Now I couldn't go from here across the street, or I couldn't go to nobody's house, that I have a note or something from my master. And if I had that pass, was what we call a pass, if I had that pass, I could go wherever he sent me, and I'd have to be back. You know, when I, whoever he sent me to, they, they'd give me another pass, and I'd bring that back so to show how long i have been gone. We couldn't go and stay an hour or two hours or something like that. they send you. Now, so for instance, I'd go to the sheriff's place. I'd have to walk, and I'd have to be back maybe in an hour. Maybe they'd give me an hour. I don't know just how long they'd give me. But they'd give me a note, so there wouldn't nobody interfere with me, and tell who I belonged to. And when I come back, well, I'll carry it to my master and give that to him, That'd be all right. But I couldn't just walk away like the people there is now, you know. It's what call, we were slaves, we belonged to people. They sell us, like they sell horses and cows and hogs and all like that, have a, an auction bench and they put you on a, up on the bench and beat on you, the same as you're
1: on the cat, you know? Oh, my goodness. 818 985 5735. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth. And I'll be honest with you, I really have difficulty. I'm playing one clip of Fountain Hughes because his voice reflects what my ancestors went through being sold like horses, like cows, like hogs, being put on the auction block, being beat. This is the voice of Fountain Hughes, an ancestor from the past. It is part of the thank you gift we're offering today, the Long Shadow DVD and the Slave Narratives CD. A pledge level is $150. Imagine, playing for your community the actual voice of slaves speaking out about what they experience it can soften the hardest of hearts please call us at 818-985-5735 you don't do it I need to raise another thousand dollars by the top of the hour and I have nine minutes in which to do it if I don't raise that additional thousand dollars I won't be able to bring you the voice of, uh, of Fountain Hughes you know he was born in uh, 1848. um, he was uh, alleged freed in 1865 after the civil war. He was born in Charlottesville, Virginia, the same Charlottesville, um, where that young white woman lost her life, um, being attacked by racists as they marched in Charlottesville, um, some years ago. He was the, um, the great, great grandson of Betty Hemmings. Hemmings, um, you might remember, um, President, uh, Thomas Jefferson, um, you know how many children did he sire with his slave um um, Ms. Hemmings, 818-985-5735. This is Margaret Prescott a little upset right now because it's really hard. It's really hard hearing um, this voice. Of It's really hard hearing these stories. But you know what? We have to tell these stories. And then you see those people outside picketing and attacking school board members and saying you can't teach critical race theory. We don't want our young white Kid, children to know this history it is an outrage because if we don't know the history we are bound to repeat it that is what is going on and that's why I am telling you that these schools in in Texas and in, in, in Tennessee and in, in Idaho even Louisiana where the great New Orleans is is located in New Hampshire actually um, you know I got family now living in New Hampshire and they're passing um, legislation passing laws that says you cannot teach this stuff in the schools i need to raise another thousand dollars by the top of the hour this is margaret prescott host of sojourner truth um you know the island that i am from is like a huge graveyard because the turnover the slavery was so brutal that just Tens of thousands of people just died, were worked to death. We're 14 by 21 miles. The entire island is sacred ground because it is a graveyard. I'm um, bringing you the voice, the voices of people who were former slaves. You heard some of those um. Voices, a woman and a man, in the DVD, uh, The Long Shadow, that also features historian uh, Dr. Gerald Horn. Um, 818-985-5735. I need you calling or going online to pledge at kpfk.org. I need to raise another $1,000, please. Somebody could pledge $1,000 right now and say, Margaret, I'm going to send the the, the copies of this to as many schools are divided up among high schools in New Orleans that would really be a very great thing to do or to send them to schools in Texas or to send them to schools in New Hampshire. These students are being deprived of this history and I frankly don't even know if in California how much of it is being taught, how much of it is being taught in New York City. I um, need to raise another $1,000. 818- 985 I'm making the last call for this material and I want to go now, to a clip uh, from the longest, um, the long shadow um, about modern day racism. I just get, can play a couple of minutes of it, but uh, let's try, um, uh, Romero, to go to that clip right now. But I need people to keep calling 818 985 5735.
8: The country is becoming increasingly diverse. So, the way race plays out today, not just in the South, but the whole country, is this profound anxiety that a lot of people have, especially white people have, about growing diversity. They're quite scared because they feel like they're about to lose not simply their neighborhood, but their sense of self, who they are. So when they talk about taking America back, they're not talking about taking it back from corporations, they're talking about taking it back from the black Muslim foreigner in the White House. They're talking about taking it back from
10: the other. See a presidency almost brought to ruin by the mere fact of hating him that intensely. The majority leader of the Senate. We won't do anything to make it possible for this person to succeed. To succeed.
4: We're still suffering the after-effects of those two powerful regimes that comprise the bulk of US history: slavery and Jim Crow. You see it in terms of the population of our prisons. The United States imprisons more people probably than any other nation on planet Earth, a disproportionate percentage of whom are of African descent. You see it in health care outcomes, in terms of life expectancy. You see it in terms of capita income on a racial basis. You see it even where you don't want to see it, in terms of black preschoolers being suspended at higher rates than other preschoolers for example I think that this culture has been created that is still in some ways punishing and penalizing Africans with as noted no interrogation of the lingering impact no attempt to connect the dots between slavery Jim Crow and the present and uh, you know it's it's criminal because you know people are suffering and people are dying
8: there are many people who don't believe in equality uh, but many people believe there's a natural order of things and that whites are at the top and to some extent i would argue that we're still fighting the civil war and the south is winning
1: we're still fighting a civil war and the south is winning do you all hear that people That is what is going on. You see all these Trump 2024 flags all about the place. What do you think all of that is about? Um, This country still seems to be deep into fighting the civil war. And you know, who is at the receiving end of this? People of goodwill, black and brown people, LGBTQ people. People don't want to be divided. We want to be together, but we're being carved up. You just heard Dr. Gerald Horn uh, spelling out what time it is 818-985-5735 this is the last call for this material I have um, just a, a minute left and in that minute I need to raise another $900 and I believe in you I think we can do this one caller at a time 818-985-5735 if just three of you call and pledge at the $250 level you will get three items. You'll get the Long Shadow DVD. You'll get the Slave Narratives DVD. You heard a clip uh, from that. You'll get a signed copy of the Counter-Revolution of 1776, uh, the book by Dr. Gerald Horn, where he really laid new ground way before uh, the 1619 Project made headlines. 818-985-5735 or kpfk.org. And you know what? Uh, Dr. Horne says, people are dying. Yes, people are dying. Aman Aubrey was shot down. He was lynched. He was shot down and killed. Trial are uh, underway right now. Will justice? Will we see justice? 818-985-5735. I'd like to thank our assistant producer, Romero Funes, our audio engineer, Rep Federico Garcia. Today's show produced by me, that's Margaret Prescott. But please, thank those of you who called and pledged, but keep calling 818 985 5735. Let's speak the truth to the youth. Let's not cover up the history of this country because that's what's going on right now. Thank you for calling and pledging.
4: Hi, I'm Andrew Tonkovich, host of Bibliocracy Radio, heard here on KPFK every Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Each week I share my conversations with authors of books I admire, cultural workers who promote reading, writing, and civic literacy. Whether fiction, nonfiction, memoir, poetry, or criticism, I engage writers whose work reflects, challenges, and interprets our collective experience. Please listen along and read along in a weekly celebration of the two most elegant expressions of democratic engagement and the activist imaginary ever invented reading and radio on your, our community radio station KPFK every Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Bibliocracy.
0: KPFK Los Angeles, we're asking you to go to your phones at 818-985-5735. Pledge for the Long Shadow. Help Margaret and KPFK get through this storm. The DVD and CD, the CD is called Slave Narrative, for $150 pledge. Also, the book, Counter Revolution, a $100 pledge. Call now at 818-985-5735. Get it all for $250. And Gerald Horn's book, Counter Revolution, incredible book. Help this radio station survive. Get your education here on KPFK. No other radio station does this. If you love this and appreciate what we do, call now at 818-985-5735 and donate. If this is your source of information and education, pledge your support. Donate to this nonprofit radio station. Let me repeat that non-profit radio station. It's you that we rely on for support. Did you know that? You know why? We have no commercials, no ads, no insurance, dog food ads. Pledge your support at any amount. $25 to become a member and a hundred dollar donation now would help us tremendously. 818 985 5735. 818 985 KPFK Los Angeles 90.7 FM. Also, we got to give a shout out to Santa Barbara 98.7 FM listening to us, 93.7 FM San Diego County, and 99.5 Ridgecrest and China Lake. You can also pledge securely online at kpfk.org. This is the first day of the fun drive, so we're asking you to help us out in any way you can, if whatever you can afford.